Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and it's today in the Rock Metal Podcast. We have a genre defier. Actually, I think you came in as alternative rock slash pop, but it's definitely something I remember when Mish sent me your stuff. She's like, this is totally different than what we we usually do. And I remember thinking, mm-hmm. like, yeah, because she usually sends me metalcore stuff, and you are not metalcore. Yeah, definitely. I'm not metal, metal, metal core. <laughs> no. Um, but anyway, so Monica, we have you on the show today and you've got an album called Spirals that you're working on and you got a mm-hmm. couple of tracks that are currently available, Numb, A Long Farewell. And uh, that's why your face is up behind me because I was watching <laughs> Numb. And then as well, it looks like a few days ago, you just released a video of a behind the scenes. Yeah, it's a, a little like, uh, video that the film crew did uh, kind of putting together the behind the scenes uh, moments with uh, the final product. It was really cool. It's, it's about a, a minute long or something like that, but it gives uh, a nice insight on, on the recording day. <laughs> okay, very cool. So I will add that to today's show notes so that everybody who's listening or watching in right now, when they go into the show notes, they can click on that link and they can go see it and they can spend a minute of their time, a little more wisely. <laughs> sure. I, I hope everyone enjoys that. <laughs> if, you, if you do check it out. Mm-hmm. Now, if I haven't welcomed you to the show, welcome to the show, Monica. Thank you so much, John. Thank you for having me. And as you were saying, um, I'm not metal. I'm not quite metal, but uh, <laughs> thank you for giving uh, uh, my project uh, an opportunity to be here. Because uh, for sure... A lot of my influences are definitely rock and metal. So, mm-hmm. well, and I don't, I don't not get that. We don't really have double negatives in English, but <laughs> one of I don't not get that. Um, and I've definitely had, for example, somebody who does cello only music, and we chatted about, well, how are you metal when you do cello? You know, instead of distorted mm. guitars and double kick pedal stuff. Um, and so something that we can get into is, okay, well, your music, with your approach, I still get that there's a rock vibe. I still get that there is, you know, that vibe in there. How do you do that? What is that vibe? What is, I guess, um, alt-rock to you? Well, I guess um, alternative is such a broad uh, meaning in, in music. It, it can be really anything. Uh that doesn't quite fit um, in the like pure, like pure rock or pure pop or whatever that means. I, I mean, what I what I try to do. My influences are definitely um, rock. I have some symphonic metal influences, gothic metal. Um, so what I did basically was um, trying to come up with the same intensity. Uh, using the instruments that I like to use. Uh, in, in this case, uh, I, I love writing for strings. Uh, for, for all of my songs, I, I use a string quintet, so it's like a double bass, a cello, two violins, and a viola. And uh, they, they are like the, the main protagonists. They're like my band, so to speak. I don't have any heavy guitars on, on, my, on my music because I... I've, felt that if I added them, uh, then the strings would get lost in the mix, and, and I didn't want that. So I really focused on um, giving 
each instrument like a very specific role uh, to bring out the intensity. Like uh, every every line has a rhythm that uh, kind of works with the the other line, and so you get this dynamic motion. And I think that's probably what still gives my my music like a kind of like a rock vibe. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, rock with a quintet. <laughs> the original rock music. <laughs> now, yeah. Now, I guess my question is, uh, how do you do that? Because obviously there's a piano behind you. So is it, uh, do you have that musical background that you're able to write for a quintet? Because I imagine that that is not easy, especially to bring that into an actual pop time meter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I come from a classical music background. I I started my musical training as a classic pianist, and uh, but I I always knew that I didn't want to be like a, a concert piano player. I, I wanted to to do composition. I love writing music, and um, so I I spent. Uh, about five years uh, in a uh, conservatory, and then I I went to Berklee College of Music uh, in Boston. There I I did like a, a film scoring uh, major because I I love film music and and I love films and and, and all that. So I think uh, all of that training and education definitely helped me out to to bring this vision to life to be able to write for these instruments and have the experience of working with musicians closely and have that feedback on, on my on my writing and, and improve uh, each each time. Uh-huh. Now, you mentioned Berkeley and Boston, and I just made a Boston cream pie the other day. <laughs> Do they call... What, 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 I, I've never heard of that before. <laughs> what? They don't have Boston cream pie in Boston? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't remember seeing it. What what what's what what does it have? It is a uh, sponge cake with mm-hmm. a um, vanilla custard in between mm-hmm. in between the layers of the cake. Usually, the way that I made it anyway, but you don't have to. Is that there is rum in the custard, and I also soaked the cake in rum, like not like so it was wet, like a tres leches, but. Um, mm. Not not as wet as that, but definitely got some rum into the cake and then into the custard. And then there is a chocolate glaze of some kind, which could be a fondant, like a like a loose fondant, not a rolled fondant. Uh, mm-hmm. It could be, a, I just made a chocolate glaze with some rum in it. Um, and you just pour it over the top and it's like the original naked cake because you just let the chocolate glaze swoop down the sides, but you don't cover the sides or anything. And the other crazy thing is that it's a misnomer because it's a cake and it's not a pie. And mm, actually, it, yeah. it, it may not have actually been invented in Boston either, but it is in the annals of classic cakes where like, this is a classic cake. You don't mess with it. This is the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> and from that, a lot of people are familiar with like Boston cream donuts where you take a vanilla donut and you stuff it with uh, like pastry cream or Bavarian cream or some kind of cream Mm -hmm. and and then coat it in chocolate. And then a lot of people are familiar with that or 
an actual pie, which is like a, a pie crust with, um, I think some kind of chocolate filling and then some whipped cream on top or something. It's been a long time since I've had that kind of Boston cream pie, but mm. I went to culinary school. So I learned about some classic cakes and that's one of them. And I was craving one the other day and I made it and you brought up Boston. And I thought this would be a great opportunity <laughs> to talk about Boston cream pie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I have, I have to try it sometime. <laughs> Cause I, in my mind, I was hoping you'd be like, oh, it's so good. And then we would talk about it, but that didn't happen. Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> <laughs> Very disappointed. So is I, I will stop uh, being disappointed. Let's talk about film scoring. And mm -hmm. that's kind of a fun one because obviously if you've got the budget, you actually have a, a real orchestra. But how many films these days have budgets? So it's one guy with a keyboard and Cubase kind of thing. What? do you look for in a film score who excites you the most in terms of film scores? Mm. Well, I'm a big fan of Hans Zimmer for sure. And not only his music, but also his approach to storytelling um, in, in each film that he does. Uh, he knows that the most important part of everything is, is the story. Uh, and it's such an abstract process to turn uh you know what you see uh the emotions that you see into music uh something that's not visual but it has to be there with what's going on on screen um so yeah i i really uh like his work he was uh like the, my one of my first uh influences when, when i decided to to pursue that line of of career, you know, the, the career path. Um, and yeah, nowadays, well, yeah, it's, it's so tricky. I, I guess blockbusters and, and all that will, will always have some sort of budget to, to hire like this big orchestra and big studios. Um, but I think what's interesting right now is that we have so many tools that allows us to kind of experiment with sound and, and do a little bit of, you know, hybrid scores with electronic elements and, and orchestral elements. And I don't know, uh, you know, I think it's, it's, it's also an advantage to, to have all those equipments in, in your home studio. Uh, so that way, maybe if you do have the budget, you can still play around a little bit in, in your uh, home studio. And then when you're uh, sure of what, what you're trying to 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 convey with, with the instruments and everything, then you can save some time and just go right uh, to the recording uh, room and and with a, with a solid idea of what you, you want to do. Mm -hmm. You mentioned storytelling mm -hmm. and... I was able to watch Hans Zimmer's masterclass, so I know what you're chatting about because he spends a lot of time talking about storytelling, conversations, call and response, all these sorts of things. How mm -hmm. do you how do you do that in the songs that we're hearing now? Like Numb, for example. Numb, for example. So and and that's a, a really good example. Because uh Numb uh basically what it what it talks about is this a uh, very dark time in my life um, where I was in like a state of constant anxiety. And um, uh, all of these songs in general of my, of my album talk about that period of, of, in my life uh, when I was struggling with mental health. 
Um, but this one in particular, I wanted it to be just uh, complete chaos. And uh, I wanted to convey that with the form and the the, the strings and, and the, the voice, the lyrics. So uh, what I did, uh, if you noticed, is it just starts right away there's no intro there's no uh, <laughs> there, there's no heads up for what what's coming <laughs> so that's kind of the way I felt like uh, in these moments uh, I would just like woke up this morning and immediately I, I got hit but by, by all these uh, uh, messy uh, thoughts and and I, I I wanted to to put that into into that first verse, uh, where it's just like a lot of voices coming in and coming out. Uh, it's also layered, and um, yeah, if if you notice, also that like the first verse and the second verse are completely different. <laughs> um, so I wanted to give that uh, like a, a symmetry uh, to to make it a little bit more raw, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so the chorus is, is the, actually the, the, this one part that has like a repetitive hook. And, and it's just like uh, me telling myself to, to just like trying to push everything away over and over again. Um, but it's like my voice surrounded by all these like chaotic strings and, and, and the drums and all the intensity. So I think I... I I um I had a lot of fun uh, producing this one because uh, I I wanted to give a l- so many contrasts and and so so many like um uh, like experimentation with with uh with with my voice and and what I could do with strings and and form and and all that. <laughs> hmm. And what's interesting is my next question is you mentioned a lot of chaos. And trying to push things away, but the track is called "Numb," and is "numb" a chaotic emotion, or how did that translate to to numbness? Yeah, so uh, at that uh, point in my life, uh, I saw numbness as a shield because uh, everything was so like happening so fast in my head and 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 i i felt really really bad uh every every single day so i i just became super tired and and wary of 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 feeling like this uh, all the time so i just wanted to feel nothing uh it was it was like to make everything stop for a second so i could take a look at at myself and and see what's going on without feeling all this uh overwhelming uh feelings of of depression and, and anxiety so it's it's basically I, I know it's kind of contrary to a lot of the other songs i know that that are called numb because <laughs> uh, um uh, usually you, you 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 want to feel something but in this case it's a little bit the opposite uh side of the coin uh it's numbness as, as a shield feeling nothing was good at, at that moment mm-hmm. in time yeah, because you mentioned just constantly pushing things away, pushing things away, pushing things away, uh, and then we're using also the metaphor of a shield. And so I'm thinking, because I do martial arts, and one of the things that we learn is blocking, but the other, mm-hmm. or ducking, or you know, moving out of the way. But the other point is, you can't do that forever. At, at some point, you're going to have to take action to end it. What? How did you go about ending that? 
that period. Yeah, that, and that's like I'm. I'm so glad you brought that up because it's it's very important to to do something about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you can't uh, be in, in a cave forever. So um, uh, many things happened, but in in short, uh, like long story short, I began going to therapy, and and I was very lucky to to finally find like uh, a good psychiatrist. Well, a psychiatrist that worked for for me, for my personality, where, uh, with whom I, I, I felt comfortable with. And um, we were working for a couple of months, and, and, and after that period of time, we realized that I, I didn't uh, need, like, a, a psychiatric, psychiatric treatment. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so so I, I started doing that, and honestly, that that's how my... my my life turned around. Um, I feel like I'm a bit of a different person than than when I was writing uh, that the, those songs. Uh, in in the sense that um, I have like a a new perspective in in things, and I and I feel healthier, and I'm and I've been able to to well take care of myself a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Self care. Yeah. <laughs> how has that how has that gone over the last year and a half or so? <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> it has had some challenges, of course, but I'm still going to therapy. Uh, you know, in Skype sessions and, and all that with social distancing. Um, it, it's the the challenging the challenging part was, I guess, that. I wanted to start this project, you know, my Monica Lirae project, uh, in the middle of a pandemic. So that that was uh, that that was like that's kind of the only frustrating part. I feel uh, that because I, I cannot do live gigs and and there's like so many things I I can do to actually uh, promote the the music I'm I'm putting out there. Uh, but I've been able to. To you know, uh, keep doing my my health routine. Like uh, besides therapy, I, I do a little bit of home workouts uh, every day, and uh, and I cook, and I, I I try to eat healthy as much as I can. Um, and when I don't feel like it, I my my train of thought is always like just do the bare minimum, <laughs> like uh, so so you can uh, get through the day. And, and feel okay with yourself. <laughs> um, and yeah. that, surprisingly, it, it has worked pretty well. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, Some I, of the time. Yeah. Well, I mm -hmm. think what's, what's great is that you mentioned things that, on the surface level don't really seem that deep. Like, okay, so you're doing some working out at home, and okay, so you're doing some cooking. But it makes a massive difference. Yeah, it really, it really does. And right now it's been a little bit more challenging because um, I'm when when the pandemic started I, I was living with my family but uh, right now I'm living on my own <laughs> with my two cats so Ooh, cat lady. Uh, yeah my my cat lady I'm a, I'm a cat lady <laughs> uh, but fortunately I've been able to you know stay in touch with with some friends online and and all that it, it's so important to to still have those. Uh, connections in in these times where we we cannot see each other that much in the physical 
realm. Yeah. How do you say crazy cat lady in Spanish? Señora de los gatos. <laughs> that, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I noticed she left the word crazy out of there, but I get it. Yeah. Señora de los gatos. Señora loca de Se los gatos. Señora loca a los gatos. Uh, I like Señora de los gatos. gatos. De los gatos. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Perfecto. Sweet. So we chatted about film scoring. We chatted about Hans Zimmer. We chatted about uh, Boston Cream Pie, which was an epic fail. Boston Cream Pie. Yeah. We, <laughs> maybe there's a bakery around you that, that makes them. That would be fantastico. <laughs> you walk in looking for Boston Cream Pie. You, watch, you walk out with tres leches. Um, yeah. <laughs> which I now want to make a tres leches cake. Uh, which my wife will be very happy about. Uh, I make a lot of it when I do, so I don't like to make it, and I always want to share it. And my wife get I've never seen her get so selfish before, but she's like, no! <laughs> my cake. <laughs> my cake! Like, it's an army of cake. We could feed the neighborhood with that. No! We are not feeding the army with that. <laughs> chatted about the album Spirals. We chatted about the track Numb. We chatted about the, um, the behind-the-scenes video that people can mm -hmm. take a look at. So if you go to today's show notes, you can click on the link for the music videos for Numb and then the behind-the-scenes video for Numb. We chatted mm -hmm. about finding a good therapist, cooking for yourself. Man, oh, man. It's, uh, <laughs> I, could, I could go on for, for a couple of days about that because um, the amount of processed non- necessary crap that goes into most food if you don't cook yourself it's like tricking your body into thinking that you're getting nutrition but you're not and yeah you know so many like raspberry things are just colored red with citric acid so mm -hmm. you, you think that you're getting raspberry but you're not getting any of the benefits of a raspberry mm -hmm. and there's benefits it's all good okay. yeah <laughs> Even a real Boston cream pie. I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. <laughs> you get good like, cho good chocolate in there. There's antioxidants and endorphins and all kinds of positive things. Not saying cake is good for you, but if you make it yourself, at least you know what's in it. That's true. Mm -hmm. And the rum. And the rum. <laughs> and the rum. Get a nice good rum. We got uh, Boom Boo, which we decided to try. And... I could taste the sugar cane in it, which was fantastic. Nice. Yeah. So many. I, I bet it works so well with the cake. It does. It had, uh, mm -hmm. from, from the aging, it had a little bit of vanilla flavor to it as well, which helped a lot. Nice. And, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that was a big thing for me because booze, a lot of times, just tastes like burning. But if it's <laughs> really good, you can actually taste where it came from. And I could, I could taste it. I could taste the sugar cane and the terroir. So that was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> what else we chat about? Uh, strings. Strings. <laughs> quintets. Uh, taking quintets and moving them into a pop meter. Because um, that's a good question. How do you do that? How do you... Because uh, classical music is on a... Between this tempo and this tempo on a feel, whereas pop is very much like, nope, we're at 120 and you're going to stay there. So how do you how do you do that? How do you get the emotion into that? 
it's a it's a nice challenge, but I I figure that most of the time the key is rhythm, mm -hmm. um, to make subdivisions and uh, you know play a lot with some of ostinatos or you know I I always uh, there was this one time that that I did like a an orchestral <laughs> and choir arrangement of I don't know if you've seen this uh, the opening song for Teen Titans and um, uh, since I didn't have any drums or guitars or like the the rhythm section elements, what I did was uh, like delegate those subdivisions and rhythms to the strings, and and it really makes uh, the the song move forward. So I think I think that's the key rhythm mm -hmm. for sure. I think if you did mm -hmm. that, you did ber covers. Speaking of Teen Titans, you did some ber covers with that. That'd be great. B-E-R? Yes. Uh, What's that? I guess it depends on how deeply you watch Teen Titans, but there is a <laughs> there's a band that was created for Teen Titans, and they show up every now and again, and they have a couple of songs um, mm -hmm. that have become like cult classics amongst some of us who watch way too much Teen Titans. Um, and it might just be Teen Titans Go, if there's a difference. Oh, no, I was talking about the you know, you know, 2000s Teen Titans. Oh, okay. No, yeah. different, different story, <laughs> different thing. I'm sorry. I watch. No, but that's that's okay. I watch a lot of Teen right. Titans Go because of my son. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just glad that they're still out there because I, I I really liked that cartoon when I was growing up. Yeah, for Halloween yeah. last year, which we didn't do because of obvious reasons. Um, maybe we'll <laughs> do Halloween this year. Who knows? But we were gonna do Teen Titans Go. So our dog was gonna be Beast Boy. And then <laughs> my wife was going to awesome. be Raven. My daughter was going to be Star. And then Gabriel, who was he going to be? I think he was going to be Robin. Mm -hmm. And we were just going to be the whole troop. I was going to be Cyborg. That's so cool. <laughs> uh, that That's so, so nice. Yeah. Like family goals right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's right. Cool. Is there anything that I missed, Monica, that you wanted to chat about? You wanted to plug? You wanted to get out there? Um, well, I, I guess, I guess not, uh, well, I, I still can't talk a lot about, uh, the, the whole album, you know, Spirals, basically because, um, I still don't know when it's going to be out there, uh, but for sure, uh, the four sing four of the five, uh, singles I have out there are part of the album. So you can get a like a general idea of what what it's going to be like. Um, so yeah, so the songs "Unforgiven," uh, "The H is Silent," "Along for Well," and "Numb" are part of of Spirals. Um, so okay, but it's it's a mystery when it's coming out into the world. Yeah, it's again, you know, the the pandemic has changed my plans like a thousand times already. <laughs> really? So, yeah. Um wow. so I'm just like trying to figure out when when's going to be the the right moment to to do that. In the mm -hmm. meantime, uh I'm I just hope everyone is enjoying uh the songs that are, are already out there. Yeah, it's good stuff. I'm enjoying it. I'm digging it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, there it is. Film scoring, Boston Cream Pie, Trace Light Chase Cake, 
finding a good therapist, self-care, making your own cake. Because Teen Titans. Teen Titans. <laughs> Put that in there. We chatted about Teen Titans. And music videos and quintets. Perfect. Well, Monica, thank you so much for coming on to the uh, Rock Little Podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. It, it, it was fun. <laughs>